know about breadcrumbs. Hello, pet lovers. Welcome to All My Children Wear Fur Coats. I'm your host, Peggy Hoyt. This show is brought to you by the law offices of Hoyt and Bryan, where we create estate plans for pets and their people. Also brought to you by Animal Care Trust USA, a national nonprofit dedicated to keeping loved pets in loving homes. We do this by educating pet parents about the importance of getting a pet trust for their loved pets. We also provide trustee services. For more information, you can visit actforpets.org. Today, it is my pleasure to introduce to you our special guest. Her name is Monisha Seth, and she is president of Franklin's Friends. Welcome to the show, Monisha. Thank you so much for having me. It is my pleasure, and I want to share with our listeners a little bit about you. Um, Monisha is a retired internal medicine physician with Advent Health Medical Group in Winter Park, Florida. She and her husband, Anthony, founded Franklin's Friends in 2003 after adopting their first dog, Franklin, from the SPCA of Central Florida. They are now the proud parents of three rescued hounds, Winston, Lincoln, and Jolene. And Franklin Friends is an all-volunteer 501c3 nonprofit organization. Their mission is to support Central Florida animal welfare by awarding grants to local nonprofit and government agencies that are dedicated to shelter, rescue, spay and neuter, or community education projects. And uh, Monisha, I can't wait for you to share with us everything that's happening with Franklin's Friends. Um, your organization is a little bit unique because of their approach. And why don't you tell us about that? Sure. We are a little bit unique. We basically function kind of like the United Way for local animal welfare. So we raise money through the year through our two signature events primarily. We have a gala in the spring called Unleashed, Uncorked, Unframed. And then we have a dog walkathon and costume contest called Halloween in October. And then through a rigorous grant application process, we then award those funds to local animal welfare organizations for projects that are aligned with our mission. We primar primarily focus on three pillars, which are, as you mentioned, shelter rescue, spay-neuter, and community education. So we basically raise the funds and then award them to deserving organizations so they can have more time to dedicate to their specific mission rather than having to fundraise. Which is such an admirable thing because I know being a small nonprofit myself that um, raising money it can be a full-time job. It really can. We are proud to say that we're all volunteer though. And we have some very, very dedicated volunteers. And it's amazing that you can find people in the community who excel in graphic design, in event planning. And when we all come together and work towards a common passion, um, you know, it's amazing what we can get done. Absolutely. So can you tell us how many organizations you've been able to help over the years? We've helped over 27 organizations with all different projects, ranging from, ranging from uh, treating heartworm-positive dogs, low-cost spay-neuter, trap-neuter and release, just the veterinary care of dogs or cats in the um, care of a rescue, and uh, some community education um, programs. One of my favorite things that we did was actually we were able to fund a week of summer camp that Pet Alliance uh, puts on in Paramore. So we were able to bring those educational programs to the Paramore neighborhood. That's awesome. I've had the opportunity to speak at their summer camps in the past, and uh, those kids are always so delighted to learn um, about the animals and, and what the rescue organizations do. 
They really are. I mean, for some for some kids, they've never had a pet in the house. And unfortunately, some of them live in areas where there's, you know, dogs are bred for fighting. And so they don't understand the, you know, the, the idea of having a pet that, you know, is a loved family member. So it's really nice to be able to show them that aspect of it. Absolutely. Well, and you've done some amazing fundraising over the years. Tell us about your um, your recent accomplishments and um, meeting a really big goal. Well, at our gala this uh, this May, this past May, we were able to raise our two millionth dollar for local animal welfare. So that was a really exciting uh, exciting accomplishment, and we're hoping to raise our three millionth even sooner. And uh, next year is our tenth year of being a five hundred one c three. So we'll have some fun anniversary events planned. I can't wait to see what you have coming because uh, you always come up with uh, really creative names and really creative. Um, ways to to earn money for your organization so that you can help the other um, organizations that rely on your support. Tell us a little bit about um, your gala event that you have in the spring. So it's called Unleashed, Uncorked, Unframed. It's a cocktail attire uh, affair. There's a silent auction, a live auction, and there's always adoptable pets on a red carpet to greet the guests. We're actually moving this year uh, to the new Winter Park um, Event Center, uh, which is really exciting because we'll be able to hold even more people. So we're anticipating being able to um, have 300 people this year and really have a wonderful event. That sounds really fun. Um, I can't wait to be able to participate in that. Um, and then of course you have your fall event that's coming up. It's right around the corner. Tell us about that. The Halloween. Yes. Halloween. It's always lots of fun. It's October 22nd. And this year for the first year ever, we're having it at Crane's Roost Park at Uptown Altamont. So it's a bigger venue. We're hoping to have about 750 people. There'll be vendors. There's a leisurely dog walk. There is a doggy costume contest, which is always a hoot. And we'll have raffles, um, and music and just a whole lot of fun for the whole family. Uh, that sounds really fun. Um, and nothing more fun than seeing dogs in costumes, right? Absolutely. I mean, people get really very creative. I mean, of course, there's costumes that you just buy at PetSmart, but there are some very creative handmade costumes and they involve the whole family, you know, a whole cast of characters. <laughs> it's pretty amazing to see. I wish I was that person that could be uh, creative in that way, but I, I love to see what other people come up with because they really do have some some really interesting outcomes. Tell us one of your favorites from the past. Uh, I think there was a Grim Reaper that was just absolutely amazing a few years ago. Um, last year, we had a whole Scooby-Doo thing. Uh, there was many characters from Scooby-Doo and a kind of a team, um, which was pretty fun. And there's just, it, the, there's been a bumblebee that was very cute, a homemade peacock. I mean, it's just amazing. That, that is really fun. Um, tell us a little bit, Manisha, about, um, if, if we have a nonprofit who's listening or if, if we have a listener who um, knows of a nonprofit that might need your support, um, what is the grant um, request process? So the grant application is available on our website, which is franklinsfriends.info. Um, it's an online submission. It starts off with some knockout questions to make sure that you don't spend your time to fill the grant application out if you're not actually eligible in one of the counties that we serve or in line with our mission. And then it's um, just an online application. We ask for some financial documents so we can vet your financial responsibility. We ask for some veterinary information so we can make sure that you're veterinarily responsible. And then we just ask you to explain to us what you would use the funds for. And then we review all that information. We come back to you with more questions potentially, and then we ultimately make a decision as a board. 
And um, how many times a year do you do the grants? So right now it's a rolling application. So people can apply all year long. We don't have a specific deadline and we grant, we review applications as we receive them. We meet as a board typically every three months and that's when we have the actual vote. Um, so, but, but we do accept applications on a rolling basis and we process them and then just hold them until we have a board meeting to actually vote. Okay, and just, just so that our listeners are clear, you are actually serving the uh, Central Florida area, which would be made up of Orange County, Seminole County, Osceola County, Volusia County, Lake County, Polk County, Brevard, or Hillsborough counties. Exactly. We actually recently expanded our counties. We were originally only Orange, Seminole, Volusia, and Lake, but we've added four more counties in order to help more organizations. And um, we're actually really excited about that. Yeah, I can see why. Um, there's a lot going on over in the Hillsborough area, I'm sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so we really just want to get the word out there to eligible organizations that we're here to help. And if you can free up time that you're spending fundraising to help more pets, that's, all, that's what we're about. And I see a lot of the organizations that you've helped over the years have actually been uh, organizations that we've interviewed on the program. So lots of friends of ours are friends of yours. That's awesome. And we try to do a really good job to be uh, excellent stewards of our donors' money. So we reevaluate the organizations every year to make sure that they're still financially and veterinarily responsible. Um, so we just really try, try to take good care of money that people entrust us with. Well, thank you for doing that. And tell us how a person could volunteer if they are so inclined. There's a contact us uh, form on our website. There's a specific one for volunteers. Again, it's franklinsfriends.info. And if there's just some brief questions about what your interests are and what your experience is, and that goes actually directly to my email. And then I will reach out and talk to you further about how you can get involved. It's very easy and we need everything from people who are willing to deliver flyers to pick up raffle items, to doing some clerical things, to actually soliciting funds. So we try very hard to tailor a volunteer experience to your talents, your desires, and your ability to give time. Well, thank you for that. And I also see that folks can help by um, shopping at your store online as well. Yes, we do. We have very fun, um, T-shirts for sale on Amazon. There's T-shirts, there's hoodies, there's tank tops that we have hats available. Our calendar for 2023 will soon be available. It actually is just hot off the press and has arrived today. So I'm going to get those processed and available for sale too. And then of course, folks can donate um, as well if they want to, just to uh, help out the mission. Absolutely. And our, our Halloween again, event again is coming up. It's a $20 registration fee, It's $25 at the door. And if you raise $100, you get a free commemorative event t-shirt. Awesome. Well, and I'm, I'm noticing that uh, for people that do make donations, you've given some examples of like, for example, that a $100 donation can help to pay vaccinate 13 dogs or cats. A $250 donation can help to microchip 50 pets. And a $500 donation will pay for one year of heartworm prevention for four dogs or cats. Absolutely. I think it's always helpful as a donor to know exactly what your dollars can cover. That way you can kind of make a better decision as to, you know, what you'd like to give or you can better comprehend, oh my gosh, I'm going to be able to treat 20 heartworm positive dogs with these, these dollars. So I think it just gives you a better scope of what you're able to accomplish. I like that too. And then also folks could also make a donation in honor of a special friend or a special pet um, by making a gift in their honor. Absolutely. That's something we've seen a lot um, 
actually more since the pandemic that when people pass away, um, they, they're asked, ask their friends and family to make uh, gifts to a charity um, instead of a funeral or something like that. And so we've been very lucky to have received some very nice donations that way. Awesome. Well, thank you again for all that you and uh, Anthony do to help the animals in the Central Florida area. We really appreciate you. Well, thank you. And thank you so much for having me on today. Sure. What would you leave us with today, Manisha? I just think that uh, I want to make sure that everybody knows that you can get involved in your community, whether it's with Franklin's Friends or another organization, but find your passion and really get out there and do something to, to further that passion. Thank you. And you can find Franklin's Friends at franklinsfriends.info on the web. Um, and thank you for joining us today. And every time that we, uh, we broadcast, we like to focus on all of the wonderful things that people are doing in the world of animals. And if your pets are not spayed or neutered, we would encourage you to do that. And if you don't know what a pet trust is, we would encourage you to find out as well. And my personal philosophy is until there are none, please adopt one. And we will talk to you next time. Happy tails. Thank you, Monisha. Absolutely. Thank you.